0: I should have made a picture, but I don't know how to make pictures. I don't even have a picture. The recipe is for a picture. That's what
1: I did with this. Oh my god, did you just drink like (laughs) uh Karina? (laughs) How did you make it?
2: I used my little thingy. It had cups.
1: I thought those were ounces. A cup is not an ounce. (laughs) Isn't a cup twelve ounces?
2: Eight, but close. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, th- oh, maybe that's why it
0: didn't taste right. Yeah. Well, then mine's really strong. No wonder I had to add more pink lemonade.
1: <laughs> Did you just do two ounces of pink lemonade? <laughs> the tales are depraved and spooky. The drinks they sip are boozy. Tune in and you'll hear a doozy
2: tipsy and depraved hey everybody this is tipsy and depraved a morbid history podcast where we explore some of the darkest stories humanity has to offer each episode will have a master of depravity who will select a specific topic or theme then each of us will tell a different story that matches to make it even more fun we also choose a cocktail to go along with the episode that you can make at home and sip along so i am your master of depravity for this week i'm jackie Mm -hmm. and my co-hosts this week are
0: Karina. Oh, every time we do that, <laughs> it's like we don't even know our own names.
2: Oh, well, Lord. Well, and this week I'm covering human sacrifice. <laughs> so, the drink for this week, if you want to make it at home with us, is called the Pink Senorita. And it's essentially a pink lemonade margarita with tequila triple sec pink lemonade some lemon juice uh we found this recipe on delish.com and just as a disclaimer it does make a full picture so if you find the recipe when we post it okay when we post the in- <laughs> the recipe on our instagram <laughs> it will be to make a picture of alcohol
1: I,
0: I may have made mistakes
2: not <laughs> we have a discovered shot
0: I've discovered I made mistakes, and I just made up my own recipe, thinking that those cups meant ounces. So, my drink only has two ounces of lemonade; it's like a spritz. <laughs> and I was wondering why I was feeling this drink. Mine, you have a really low tolerance. I have to cut that out. Oh, no, leave it. Leave, <laughs> no leave it. leave it. You can leave it. Leave it. For those wondering, that's my sister making commentary.
1: <laughs> Fantastic. Oh dear. Okay, so <sighs> Karina made her own drink, and I made mine too. So
2: it all works out. We have we all have variations of a different drink. This
1: yeah, week. I didn't have pink but lemonade at the store, so I just got creative.
0: <laughs> Look, at least mine has pink lemonade. It's just yeah, a dash really of have pink fun lemonade it. or like, spritz. You-
2: you have a base of tequila, triple sec, lemon juice. World's the limit. You can make so many different variations of a margarita. Like you're, mm-hmm. hmm. you really can. The options are endless. I don't know why I picked margarita. It just I was in the mood for
1: tequila this week.
0: We're just going to go with that. We're going to go with that.
1: You yeah. know, that's fine. I was going to say something about, I don't know. I was trying to think of something and it wasn't there. Please. Continue. Okay. <laughs>
0: thank you for contributing <laughs> that's what i'm here for my solid commentary it's nice it's good oh
2: man all right so human <laughs> sacrifice human sacrifices am gonna, gonna dive right in so i will be talking about the aztec empire in what is now modern day mexico because they were when you think If you do any kind of research on human civilization, Aztec is going to be... The Aztec Empire is going to be top of the list, and for a good reason. So if you don't know what the Aztec... Or who the Aztec Empire was, they were the native civilization in where Mexico is located now, prior to the Spanish conquest in the 1500s. So the Aztec Empire was founded in 1428. They ruled a good chunk of what is now Mexico, up until they were taken out by the Spanish in 1521. They were one of the most powerful and largest empires in Mesoamerica, and they were composed of three city-states, and I did not practice pronouncing these names, and I just apologize in advance, but it was Mexico-Tenochtitlap. Texoco and Tlacopan were the three city-states that were that fell under the Aztec Empire. Human sacrifice was a important and honored part of their spiritual and ritualistic practice, and not just in the Aztec Empire, but all of Mesoamerica in this at this period in time. But the Aztecs practiced it on an unprecedented scale when compared to other civilizations. In this time period, human sacrifice was primarily performed as a way to appease the gods and hold off drought and famine, but it was also seen as a method of feeding and thanking the gods for their own sacrifices that they gave in creating life and civilization on the planet. In the Aztec Empire, human sacrifice was such a central part of their life there that the capital city had a massive pyramid on the top of which sat two temples to which is where they had their rituals that were held. It was in the city center. And this was called the Templo Mayor. So to give you an example of one of their rituals, the sun god in the Aztec religion needed to be fed regularly to ensure that the world would, that the sun would continue to rise every day because they believed that failing to do so would result in perpetual darkness and the end of the world. So they did this by pulling a sacrificial victim to the templo mayor they were the priest would carve out their still beating heart and then their heart was burned as an offering still beating yeah because it's like they were so the priests the aztec priests were so surgical they historians have found that they had ridiculously advanced anatomical knowledge that was passed down from generation to generation. So the priests were really like surgeons. They knew what they were doing. That's amazing. And they would cut right into the chest, pull the heart out, and they would Isn't do it amazing so amazing
1: for the person who's being sacrificed. No, not for them, but
0: for their civilization knowing such things. Yeah, it
2: was a very advanced civilization at the time. But they would do it so quickly that the heart would still be beating like, oh in, in the priest's hand, and they would burn it as an offering. It's like Indiana
0: Jones. Yeah.
2: Uh, they would then throw the victim's body down the temple stairs and oh, then like bring them- Having
1: their heart removed wasn't enough.
2: <laughs> right. they them down the temple stairs and then they were taken into another room where they were surgically decapitated. So they, on the skulls that they have found in archaeological digs, they found a very specific and it was consistent amongst everybody- between two specific vertebrae, where they put the their knife in and just expertly knocked the head right off. Then they removed all the skin, muscle tissue, like they skinned it, so it was just a oh, skull. No. Then on either side of the skull, they drilled holes so that Lebotomies. the skull could be put on a huge rack. Which I'm I can't read my handwriting, so this is gonna be real bad. Some planty. Was the name of the rack, and it sat outside the temple, and it was just full of skulls, and that's where they stay. the skulls of the sacrificial victims would stay. Obviously, you know, after after time, weather happens, temperatures change, happen, so the skull, some of the skulls would fall off. Those skulls were then repurposed as some of them were made into masks, others were made into they built into two towers that sat on either side of the rack outside the temple for everybody to see. So that was one of the main this was everybody. So the ritual I talked about with ripping the heart out, mm-hmm. throwing the person down the stairs, that was for the sun god. There were other rituals that they did, but all the victims had were taken to this room, decapitated, skulls preserved and then put on display. So that's And well. how often that's did everybody. they do this? Multiple times a year. Oh. Anytime there was any kind of drought, famine, um, there were some festivals honoring specific gods. Human sacrifice was a part of most of that. Wow! Hmm. So unprecedented scale. This is what this is what I'm talking about. One of the other rituals involved actually involved children to honor the rain god of T- Tlaloc. I'm butchering these names. I am so sorry. The it was believed in the religion that the tears of the children would actually create rain. So they would take the child victims oh my god. up into the mountains to do a ceremony where they would be sacrificed to the rain God. Mm. And then they would bring the bodies down and put their skulls with everybody else's. Oh my God. But it wasn't just about a re- religion. It was primarily religious, but mm. sacrifice and specifically the displays. So the rack of skulls and the two towers, they served as a display of strength and power to not just the other civilizations in Mesoamerica, but also the other city states of stay in line. This is what we can do. It's a reminder of strength and power. Basically we will kill you. Yeah. And we'll put your skull on display.
0: Yeah. It's a good so way to ward it's off. It's weird your for such like an advanced world.
1: civilization as like the Aztecs, like they're so smart and like so ahead of their times like that human sacrifice was such a big part of it.
2: Yeah, because they they were so spiritual that they wanted to honor their gods and offer something to them, and human life was the most precious gift that they felt that they could give to the gods. So that's why it played such a huge part in their, life, in their lives. They selected their victims in different ways, so some were prisoners of war, or native people in some of the other city-states that Either wrote, tried to rise up against the empire or rebel, they were selected as sacrifice victims. Some were from politically powerful states. So if uh, one of the city states had more political pull, they would offer up residents as tributes. Oh, God, to be sacrificed. And it was considered a great honor to send your your residents to be sacrificed. So that was another way that they did it. And then my favorite was there's a ritual game of ball that was played, which I guess it doesn't specifically go into what kind of game, but in my head, I'm thinking like soccer that they played. And then the losing team was sacrificed. <laughs>
0: if they oh my lost. gosh. Oh Wait, I think mm-hmm. there was an episode of my favorite show with Josh Gates <laughs> where he played that game. Yeah. Because they still have a, like a version of what they think it would be, but it's not yeah. obviously what the rules were, because we don't know what the rules are. Yeah, we don't
2: We don't know. But it's like soccer is what I picture in my head. I don't picture know
0: El Dorado. Do you remember that movie? Yeah. That's what I picture.
2: <laughs> but if you lose, a millennial. you get your heart ripped out. I
0: and mean, then you it's street. <laughs> That's an extreme
2: game. It is an extreme game. Extreme sports. <laughs> but... At the end of the day, no matter how you were selected, it was considered to be such a great honor to be selected for sacrifice. So people volunteered for it. There was one... There's one festival where the person who was sacrificed would actually embody the god that they were celebrating for the festival. And that person would be treated like royalty for the entire year leading up to the next year's festival. Completely treated like royalty until he was killed but they believed that being sacrificed was a guaranteed blessed afterlife and you were essentially being you were going to be welcomed into the party of the gods yourself so it was something that people weren't necessarily afraid of which is crazy
1: so that's some deep mind fucking that they've done with their people then
2: they they truly they truly believed it they <laughs> truly believed it so the spanish conquistadors came through in the early 1500s and they arrived and documented everything that they saw the aztecs doing with human sacrifice and they were horrified because this is not something that was being done in europe at the time um
0: they were just chopping people's heads off.
2: Yeah, the, the, yeah, yeah, but the human sacrifice is barbaric. Oh,
0: yeah. They anyway,
2: just and, and
1: <laughs> he just blamed people for plotting against the king and got him. The pair them of anguish way. wasn't right.
0: barbaric, but right. let's. Uh,
2: you say tomato, I say tomato. Anyway.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no matter what, everybody's dying.
2: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Y'all are killing each other. It's all the same. So they wrote when they wrote home of what they found when they landed there, they wrote that up to a hundred thousand people, a hundred thousand victims were sacrificed in the Aztec empire. And a lot of historians were like, you know what? You're just saying like, part of this is probably a good part of this is probably exaggerated for you to justify your actions. Because if you don't know the Spanish went in like a lot of, European, well, all European settlers during that time went in and just wiped these people out. Yeah, because they brought over all this fi- all this disease that hadn't been introduced Basically. to this continent, and just they literally wiped this civilization out. So historians <laughs> at first were like, "Well, you exaggerated this to this, defend your actions because you're perpetuate or you're perpetuating this stereotype that they were savages." They're sacrificing their people, so we saved them.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> did you guys l- ever learn about the California missions in school? I did, yeah. Okay, because it was like no. a big thing in California that we learned yeah. about, and we even went to them and stuff. But it's just like, it was around this time like when the um, Spanish came, like they just went all the way up the coast and created the El Camino mm-hmm. Real. Uh, yep. And it was just spreading the... Catholicism all yeah. around like California area and it was, I don't know depraving people of their actual heritage and history and I hate it I
0: hate it.
2: <laughs> Your religion's wrong here's mine.
0: Yeah. Well isn't that what yeah. everyone does like, yes. throughout history? Yes. We're just like yes. we pick one religion yes. and we move with that one Yes, yes.
1: Yeah. Yes. I mean so we, like we still have like the modern day versions like un- of it with people un- un- doing like mission s- trips cycle. and stuff going to non-Christian countries and doing the mission trips and trying to you know convert Mm
0: -hmm. yeah they're just not killing people enough no yeah not -hmm. anymore it's a little less depraved. Well, yeah. Even though, did Slightly. you do,
1: did you remember what was it like 5 years ago the guy who went tried to go to he was on a mission trip and he tried to go to the island that you're not supposed to go to and he got like speared down oh, by yeah, I
2: remember that. Yes. What? Yeah. Oh,
1: so that got me speared. So much joy. Yeah, there's there's <laughs> an island um in the I think it's the Indian Ocean where it's just like this civilization that is super aggressive and does not Want to be a part of the outside world at all? And if you come close to them, they will kill you. And well, this guy what? Why have I never heard of this place? This, uh, I don't know. It's been—it's pretty uh, well known. But this guy got to the island and tried to spread Christianity, and uh promptly speared they killed down. him. Yeah. Damn.
2: Yep. They said no, thank you. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. So historians read these ex- conquistadors notes well notes and stories about what was going on and um, so a lot of them wrote them off as exaggerations until in 2015 archaeologists discovered a portion of the rack of skulls behind at a mm. dig site behind the main cathedral in Mexico City they found a portion of the rack and one of the towers or a portion of the towers and the scale at which of just the pieces that they found, they were able to figure out that the full structures probably did actually hold tens of thousands of skulls at a time.
0: How? So so many.
2: Probably not an exaggeration. There was a lot of people, but it was a main part of their life and their religion. It was just how they, how they practiced.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah.
2: Crazy.
0: Different Imagine type. if we had to sacrifice people for really to make it rain. Children, not even just people. Kids. Imagine if that was Sweet something babies. that we had to really do.
2: No, I can't. Now. No,
0: not in the modern era. But mm.
2: back it'd be that, modern day
0: Hunger Games. It's Hunger yeah. Games. What they were twelve. weren't they? Like, yeah.
2: But it was considered yeah. to be a great. It would bring a great honor to their family craziness. They saved civilization from famine. Basically. That's how it was seen, yeah. Wow. So, as I pour more alcohol after talking about that.
0: Right. Uh, (laughs) Please, some more. (laughs) Well, I think this is a good time to break because I need some more, too. Yes, me too. I'm gonna make mine, again, the same wrong way. Just don't touch me. Okay. Okay. Here's a word from our sponsors. I hope so. Yeah. Okay, so looking back at this recipe, I understand
2: where, where you I went, went wrong. wrong.
0: <laughs> Was it the cups? Well, see, I thought the C's meant the ounce things that you gave me. And it doesn't say this is a pitcher, but this it does is- say now yields for servings. And I didn't read that part. And also J- Jackie
1: sent messages that says they're pitchers. So you just don't read Jackie's messages. That's what I'm getting. No, over this.
0: no. <laughs> But you did because she laughed at them. I, I was like, LOL. And I was like, okay, we'll just like, you know, make the recipe, adjust the recipe for a pitcher. So I was just going to do. You know what was gonna do? I was just gonna take the little ounce things and like, like do it three times or something. Okay, oh, that would have been that would have been interesting.
1: You no, know, this recipe would have been a good time to use your baking cups.
0: <laughs> that, I literally use my I used
2: my measuring
1: cup
0: to make this drink. Well, you can use your Pyrex measuring cup because that for did. liquids. Yes, I did. Your, were you, you using dry? Is so that what you were dry. using? I was using my dry cup originally to make drinks, like the. So my friend got me these little dry cup, ceramic measuring spoon, bowl things, and that's what I was using, and I didn't. I'm I saw a TikTok of like what dry ingredients do. Versus what liquid? Ingredients yeah, there's a, I learned that in the seventh grade in Home Act, that
2: there There well, is a no, difference.
0: Between... I took wood shop in seventh grade because uh, I thought I was you cool. Out.
2: You missed out making
0: cookies. Well, I was cool. I made stools, okay? And I made my dad a bookshelf.
1: I made a birdhouse. We had a wood shop the next year. <laughs> we had it in eighth grade. I didn't do either. They didn't trust us. What'd you take? I was originally signed up for the home ec, which is like the cooking. Um, and then my English teacher, who I really liked, um, asked me to be his TA for that period. And so I transferred in as his TA. I didn't know you could TA in middle school. Yeah. What? This is high school. We're talking about middle
2: school. Yeah, middle school. You did wood shop in middle school? Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Like, eighth, I did it in eighth grade. Seventh grade was home I did it in seventh grade. No, we don't. We didn't have any classes like that in California in middle school. Oh, you
2: didn't what? have the babies, Karina. Did you have the babies, or was this just a that was Pennsylvania thing? That, w- that we didn't that have was actual home-neck?
0: babies. That was baby? and that was home neck life. The baby yeah, dolls.
2: Baby. You had like the thing.
0: We did took care the, of the babies like in yeah. those every high school drama that was in our growing up. Yeah, I took care of a baby in high school, but oh, we did that in seventh grade. They started us young. The Pennsylvania they did. Up. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, New Jersey too. New Jersey, we had woodshop in middle school. Like I was trusted with power tools. Yep. At too. fourteen. Yep. No. No. Yeah, no, no. Not even. What? We how old was I in seventh grade? Twelve. Yeah. Twelve. Like thir- thirteen. 12 or 13? What? Yeah, thirteen. Why? I was thirteen in eighth grade.
1: I turned thirteen in seventh grade. I'm trying to think of all the classes I did in middle school. Yeah, homemade had-
2: shop. And then the usual like art, music, jam. Yeah, like I
1: did a pottery class. We did pottery and art. Yeah. I that. We did a couple different things. That was fun. We had like, like California art in and- a different world. We had art, music, um, and that's it. Boring. I, I got to time. use a saw. I went to Campbell Middle School, and we were known as the Skittle School, so it was a good time.
0: What's a Skittle School?
1: Every building. It was like, because we're outdoors, because we don't have snow, so everything's outdoors and open. And there's like probably 20 different buildings, and they were all painted a different color. Well, that is it was fun. very bright.
0: That's yeah. kind of cool. That's like 90s and then
1: we were, we were right next to uh, John D. Morgan Park, so... Um, We'd have field trips over to, like, the playgrounds and stuff and just hang out. So, like, those open-air schools are real? Yeah, I had never seen an indoor school until uh, I moved to Washington, and I checked out the 10 Things I Hate About You school. That's so funny. That's so weird to me. Like, for me, I'm like, indoor schools? That's a thing? Like, the closest thing we had to indoor was Los Gatos High School. Um, And that was just, like, their main building had, like, was indoors, but everything else was outdoors for them. Yeah.
2: In eighth grade, we were in the basement. Wow. (laughs) The eighth grade wing was in the basement. Nice. (laughs) Just throw all the eighth graders in the basement. Yeah. Work your way down. (laughs) Prepare you for high school. (laughs) Instead of working your way up. Prepare you for high school. You'll be on the bottom. Yep. Bottom level. My high school was all one level, though. It was just, it was spread out. So you needed, we had like four minutes to get between classes. And there were some, like, you needed to move your ass right. to get from, because you're going from one end of the building to the other. And you'd have to cut through the parking lot outside.
0: Otherwise, you weren't making it. Oh my God. That's crazy. Yep.
1: I feel like I want to send you guys the layout of my high school just so you see, like, so, like, we can see how crazy it is? I didn't think it was crazy. It was like the standard. Uh, let me go to Google Maps real quick. Yeah. I'm interested to see this.
2: Yeah, I want to see I see if I can find mine. Uh, they renovated my high school, though. Let's go. But it was like two high schools. So, it was like, it was weird. It was because it was two buildings that they connected at some point. So, it was, we had like the ninth and tenth grade side, which was its own building. And then it was connected by hallways. There was an indoor hall like pathway. And then there was an outdoor pathway through the parking lot that connected it to the 11, 11 12 side. Mm-hmm. So it had we had two gyms, we had two cafeterias. It was weird.
0: Well, I learned so much today. You're learning a lot. Let's continue the learning.
1: Street good.
2: Karina. What sacrificial story have you brought
1: us? This what week? toys have you brought us today? Well, Are they from?
0: Wait, can I guess? Is it- you Can guess? Oh.
2: Is it ancient Egypt?
0: Of course it is. Hey, <gasps> <Yay>. what? All <laughs> of me shocked. <laughs> I had to find it. It's not known. Like ancient Egypt okay. is not known for their human sacrifice. Obviously, like I had no, to dig. Not. No, they're not. You, you literally was like,
1: I am I am not diverting from what I'm good at. I am just going to yeah. dig until
0: I find something. Yes. And I did. Oh, I'm proud. So I win. Yeah. Gold so cool star. There isn't a lot of evidence. Like Jackie went into a lot about why things were done and like the specific, there were like specific rituals. But there's not a lot of evidence of it other than things sprinkled about and it was only there's only some evidence of human sacrifices being practiced in the Nile Valley during the first dynasty so like really oh. or possibly pre-dynastic Egypt. Yeah. Uh-huh. So early early on here. Yeah. Are some people in
1: denial that this happened? <laughs> I
0: can't. <laughs> I can't believe you just did that. <laughs> Oh, no. I'm just going to keep trying to keep on going here. Good luck. Thank you. I feel like so, no matter
1: where we are, whether you go first, second, or last, we always
0: just lose our shit during your section. I don't know why. I don't know, don't know why. But <laughs> so one of the earliest discovered bodies showing marks of this was somebody who was decapitated and they have two kind of definitions for human sacrifices that could have been applied here one was the ritual killing of human beings as part of offerings presented to the gods so those were i think for here we're focusing more so on like special occasions like a burial which
1: mm-hmm.
0: were special occasions at this point and then uh the retainer sacrifice or which is like killing of people's servants to be buried along with them to kind of s- still serve them in the afterlife are you fucking kidding me <laughs> oh
2: the a- the aztecs did that too but as a way of like ensuring that property owners prosperity so they would be buried with their or
1: sacrificed you, with their slaves. you work a life of servitude and then the person dies and you're like, I'm free. I'm finally <laughs> gonna do something more. It's like you're dying now. You're gonna be buried. You're, with, you're going with master them. now. You're going like, with them. Yeah, you're going with them to the afterlife. Thanks for your service. Well. Continue later. <laughs> like continue in the afterlife. Yeah. Oh. Fucking
0: basically. Hell. Basically. But that's how because would they, they believe them? so much in the afterlife on getting there. Oh, sorry. <laughs> They they believe yeah. so much in the afterlife that they thought that they needed them there because
2: yeah, it was your second
0: life. Yeah, because you're just going to a different life. It's not it's you had servants; they're they're coming with you,
2: whether they so, want
0: to or not. And this didn't last very long. It the beginning of the second dynasty, you see a lot of different burial practices, so they were the people who I guess survived so their servants and their family they have statues representing those people and those servants that were placed in the tombs instead so it didn't last very long okay yeah, so then so we replaced actual people with little with little statues it's okay it's (laughs) okay <laughs> I guess. At least
1: yeah. it didn't escalate. Like <laughs>
2: they didn't sacrifice like a hundred thousand people. Yeah, it yeah. de escalated.
0: It de escalated super quickly it become and become popular. And most of the people with the, those discovered bodies showed marks of having their throat cut before decapitation took place. And some of these. Some of the things that they found, like a label, some of the labels of in the tombs, they found people bearing witness to a ritual involving killing a human being, and they think that that's tied to, to this burial practice, and it's in both cases showing a kneeling figure, like stick figures, along with a long weapon into the chest of the bound victim sitting in front of him, and like a bowl between... The person doing the stabbing and the victim, which looks like it was intended to catch the blood of the person getting stabbed with a long stick. Oh, a bull! Yes, I like heard a bull between them. For what? Some, what I heard bull. Like a bull, like a, <laughs> <bowl>. like, <laughs> yeah. like, a <laughs> imagine, like. Imagine, imagine being like, out <laughs> Just let the bull loose at the person yeah. getting sacrificed. <laughs> It's basically.
1: I don't understand why you would put that between
0: when, you, when you're you stabbing someone. Like, Oh, God. I'm here. I
1: don't I'm know. with it. I'm going to drink my drink some more. Okay. Please continue. Part of the label
0: shows somebody, like a high authority figure, observing the killing as well. And they're not sure what that person is. Was there for, other than to observe the practice of the human sacrifice, mm. so that that's a little weird to me. Like, why why are you just
1: watch? Maybe it was for like making sure you weren't just murdering someone. It was for like a purpose.
0: Uh, yeah, maybe. Yeah, I don't know. Like an ethical well, they, word? Like <laughs> I guess they said that the the man and the man doing the killing and the victim are normally before either gods or men of power. Gotcha. That's so, weird. authority figure... Well, of course. ...looked upon as that? I don't know. I, I guess that's, like, the head person of the burial? I'm not sure. It just says authority figure or man of power. That's interesting. Yeah. And then, there's another theory that, looking at, the like, the scenes of, like, the people with the stabby stab... I'll show you the picture.
2: The stabby stab. <laughs> well, oh that's our title. Yeah.
0: The <laughs> <laughs> stab. The stabby stab. <laughs> oh god. The one with the stabby stab. The the other the other one the other theory is that the person is instead seated, and the the pointy object is at the person's throat. And the person who is kneeling backwards with his arms tied behind his back instead. So, like, it's hard to tell because it's like a stick figure type yeah. thing. So, they're they're not sure if they stab them with something long and pokey-poke or if they cut these people's throats. Stabby-stab, stab, pokey-poke. Stabby-stab, <laughs> stab, pokey-poke. Yes.
1: Give me your heart. I don't know doesn't just sound so bad like getting your throat slit like it all sounds bad I
2: don't want to get my throat slit I don't want my heart out, get out of my chest no. Poke poke. no it all yeah. sounds awful yeah awful
0: not a good time need more tequila yeah no let's not but those were the, the two things and the most the most uh, bodies they, they found were of the retainer rituals, which were the ones of those poor servants getting sacrificed with their pharaohs. So some had up to 35 sacrifices and they would have like this one guy, this one king had 12 in three surrounding tubes in his funeral complex, which is a lot. but this other person, King dejer, which was the first guy's son and successor had 318 sacrifices buried in his tomb oh, and 269 Jesus. of those sacrifices were buried in enclosures surrounding the tomb so there were some i guess in the his actual tomb with him and then like his tomb must have been huge cuz there was like yeah. 200 graves found in his complex it's a lot of people to have died with him, and to die at the same time of natural causes right. is what what seems off, which is why they thought that these were ritual sacrifices to be buried. Because the next guy after that had 174 with his with him in his tomb, and then the next guy after that, King Den, had 230 individuals who died simultaneously. That's crazy with him. So. A lot of people dying of natural causes around the same time as the pharaoh. Yes, that's sus. So that's why, yeah. So that's why they they (laughs) think that. And then by King Ka, his complex kind of shows a decline in there because there was only about 30 sacrificed with him. So we got up to 318 over the course of these four people. And then by this fifth guy, it's only about thirty, and then by the second dynasty, there's
1: we don't see it anymore. Yeah. They've,
0: they've already, yeah, we've already Statues. kind of removed them from the from the situation.
1: That's wild.
0: So different.
1: They probably realized like this is escalating very quickly. Um, yeah, well, we, we still need we still a population need here. Yeah, hello.
0: Yeah, but yeah. one theory was that they were not convinced that they needed them. In the next life, and instead believe that they could serve the the pharaoh after they died, like when they died. Smart. So, and then another possible reason for the decline or eventual end of this was those creation of Shabti figures, which were the little figurines that were shaped like a mummy. And then that's what replaced them. So it could be a combination of both, really. But they engraved the Shopti figures with, like, magical text that was meant to ensure that they would carry on their assigned tasks in the afterlife. That's cute. That's cute? (laughs) That's cute. That's cute. cute. And that is human sacrifices. Those were the, like, two main human sacrifices. That's so interesting. It's so
2: different than what the Aztecs, like how the Aztecs were doing it. I forgot meant to mention yeah. this during the main segment, but because I never, it hit me while you were talking about tombs and burials. that I never discussed mm-hmm. what they did with the rest of the body.
0: Like I just, oh talked yeah, about what you they just did with the heads. What did oh, they do with the rest of the bodies? Oh, please, yeah, they. they you're my <laughs>
2: yeah. Oh God. I don't know. I'm going. I'm going to. I'm, going to I'm like hiding behind my microphone. I'm like. I say I don't know how many of these people's bodies met this fate. So they could have. There could have been many that were just buried, but the only part that I read about were the ones that were consumed by the, pri- the priests <laughs> and other high members of society. Because it was like by eating the sacrifice victim, you were dining with the gods themselves. Wow. So I forgot to mention that. I apologize. That's, Again, that's I don't know fake. how many of them met that fate. There could have been they could have just been buried in the temple somewhere. And then on special like, occasions like special ceremonial sacrifices were served as dinner, but the vast majority of them, I'm assuming, were just buried somewhere. I don't think they ate
0: everybody. But yeah. Cannibalism here. Oh, I was um, thinking sure. that like what? we should do an episode on cannibalism. Like if I could stomach it. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. Oh yeah. My gosh. Get real into Jeffrey Dahmer. You know, is Jeffrey Dahmer not, the one so. with the the <laughs> apartment where bits yes. bits of people yes. came up in the apartment?
1: Yes. Oh No. No, that's Dennis Nielsen. Oh, by the way, they just made a TV series oh. with David Tennant about Dennis oh, Nielsen. Let's check that out. It looks fantastic, but no, I mean, Je- I've heard of it, the name, don't but I he's the guy who brought men back to his apartment, got him drunk, killed them, disemboweled them, and you know, made a little skeleton shrine a snacky in his apartment.
0: Snacky okay, snacks. I guess you'll have to.
1: We'll, we'll, have have to co- to, we'll have to cover that in a later. We'll episode. have
0: to cover yeah. it. You'll have to tell me about it.
1: The, he took pictures hear. of his victim. I don't think, no, no, I, don't that think that I can send you okay some that. of them if you no, like. It, there's one where I I saw it and I didn't understand what I was looking at at first. I was like, "What mm-hmm. am I looking at?" And then it slowly, like, it slowly came together what I was looking at, and I was like, oh, "I don't no. like this. <laughs> I don't like this at all." And it was one of those just like Google searches. Like, I didn't look up for like his victim pictures, but I was just looking at like Jeffrey Dahmer pictures. And it, like, I was doing like the next and next, and it came up, and I was like, what is this? And then, oh, and then you oh, stare too long
0: and you knew what your no. mistake was.
1: Next yep. Oh, yeah, no. yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. I, I saw the insides of that. the person. No. It, was it was not very Not sad. a real person. I, I can take it, I could barely take it on television when it's fake, when they're doing like surgeries. Yeah, I can't even like I don't know. Uh I'm, I get curious
1: when I'm listening to podcasts. I look up pick like pictures, I'll like Google search, I'm like, oh, what's this name? And you know how like you just like scroll through and then all of a sudden you're at like these wrong pictures. I'm like, I didn't look I didn't you want to down shit. a rabbit hole. Yeah, you did. You went down that rabbit hole. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Chelsea. Oh, man. All right, so today I'm going to be doing something a little bit outside of my wheelhouse, as it is a recent event. Oh, branch now! from Midi yes. So, yay. Branch now! Um, I found all my information on an ABC 2020 investigation article. Uh, and, that's uh, it. to
0: We're going to get you away from Wikipedia. Woo. We're going to just pull you away from Wikipedia. Wiki. Slowly. Oh, Wikipedia. Wiki,
2: Wiki. Wiki,
1: Wiki. Wiki, wiki. Okay. Okay. Okay, but most of it was from yeah, the 2020 that's article. That's
2: so. right.
1: All right. So let's just hop into it and it's going to quickly expose itself on what the story is and hopefully you kind of know it. All right, so 12-year-olds Morgan Geyser and Anissa Weir, Weir, Wire, Wire, happened upon a creepy pasta wiki-, wiki. For those of you who don't know, creepy is a collection of user-created urban legends and horror stories most of them are super silly while a select few are actually kind of creepy and gain traction like weird nj like no it's kind of like um user created like scary stories okay. or they create their own urban legends kind of a deal it's like people who okay. write their own stories and okay. just like, like put it out there
0: like wattpad
1: um, yeah, creepy <laughs> yeah. Wattpad for like creepy fan-
0: things like fan like- fiction but for urban legends <laughs>
2: oh, obviously yeah. you're not down with the
0: fan fiction chelsea and i've just exposed myself that's okay i exposed myself too so oh, I'm solidarity karina
1: <laughs> i know a lot of people who like fan fiction i've just never myself gotten into it well you don't even read the books that i give you someday i will i've read books before you so like Damn, i know that's books a good title too. i know I books think, like <laughs> i'm just
2: i'm going to move on I'll read the book, Karina. Stop yelling at Okay. Me. So,
1: urban legends <laughs> fan fiction site. Got it. Yes. So, while Morgan was on the site, she stumbled across the Slender Man Ooh. story. There was a horror. <laughs> oh, a horror movie about that. I know things. Yes, oh, there was. Gosh. So, Slender Man was created in 2009 by Eric Knudsen for a Something Awful paranormal Photoshop shop contest. Since the first posting, Slenderman has really taken off as there is now a lore, video games, and a movie about this dude. For those of you unfamiliar with Slenderman, he is a tall, thin character with featureless white face and head. He wears a signature black suit, and when he attacks, tentacles grow out of his back. He is known for hiding in forests and stalking children. Sounds like
0: a great really guy. Pleasant.
1: Have you guys ever no. played the Slenderman game? No, do I? I play Animal Crossing. It's- and Pokemon. <laughs> I've played Slenderman, uh, the game, back like probably like six or seven years ago is when I played it. And it's the most frightening game. You're just like in this enclosed area and you have to go around and collect these notes. And you have to collect them all before Slenderman gets you. And like you're running around and if you look behind you, you see him in the trees. And then he just gets closer and closer and closer. And it's so Mm -hmm. creepy. We should play it sometime. Uh, We also need to play Phasmophobia. Mm, Yeah, we'll play. It'll be fun. All right. So (laughs) Morgan and Anissa became obsessed with the story. While they were taking a bus ride, Anissa looked out the window and saw what she believed was Slender Man. Anissa stated, and this is an actual quote from her, I actually thought he was real because I saw him. We were like talking on the bus. I looked out the window and I see this thing standing like this with tendrils and it looks exactly like a tree. Which means it was probably just a tree. Probably <laughs> it like was just a birch tree. Yeah, it was probably just a tree. And she's like, oh, there and gone like that. And I was really scared, knowing that Slender Man could easily kill my whole family in oh three boy. seconds. How Wow. It's oddly How specific. Old is she? Twelve. Hello. Yeah. Right. Uh, 12. Right? 12 year old. They're all 12. Got
0: it. Everyone involved was 12. Which kind of scares me because this episode yeah. is about human sacrifices and we're talking about 12 year olds. But go on.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, if I mean, spoiler alert, it was an unsuccessful sacrifice attempt. I Um, think that's worse. Keep going. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, it was at this time Morgan and Anissa became began to discuss how to please Slender Man. Oh no, they decided that they needed to display their loyalty to Slender Man by killing someone. They believe that if they murdered someone, it would please Slenderman, and they would become his proxies, live in his mansion, and then spare harm to their families. Oh, the fucking cool. internet.
0: Okay. What child is right? Like, Let me kill someone. That seems like a great idea. Twelve-year-old Karina was trying to read Harry That's Potter. 12-year-old. Like no. They plotted this six for six months. months. How- Where are your parents?
1: Six months. And it's their best friend. Like, there's like, they were like this throuple of best friends. And two of them were all on the Slender Man thing. And they I'm decided sorry. to. Hold their best I friend. have chills. I'm sorry. Oh Where my are God. the parents? What the actual uh, how,
0: do you, well, how do you plot something like so that the, and not have your parents know about that? Their parents were not invasive. I get into it a little bit, but Morgan and Nissa came up with code
1: words. When they're talking about their plan. So they would change up like an everyday object for like murder or like a different name for Slender Man. So if they were talking about it, and they would talk about it openly in public, but they use these code words. So people thought they were just talking about something normal, but these words meant like, oh, like we're going to murder this person on like, you know, this date and like. They had a whole system were these children exceptionally smart these kids were these kids were yeah they were no smart. they were both later declared mentally insane morgan is schizophrenic oh great uh, and she had
0: early onset schizophrenia wow okay.
1: That, okay. spoiler okay. alert or later on when i
0: get into that <laughs> yeah sorry we're like throwing you off but i'm just so i blunt. need to know okay yeah I oh need no to it's, know fine, more. it's
1: fine okay <laughs> i'm invested in this story now <laughs> i got more for you so their chosen sacrifice was their best friend Peyton Lautner, Lautner, and they planned their attack over six months, like I mentioned. And I think they also called Peyton Bella. They didn't say why, but on the investigation uh, ABC article, they actually have like quotes from their like interrogations and stuff later on, and they always refer uh, refer to Peyton as Bella. Great. Wait, was that like her code name? I guess. They were talking about it? I'm not sure. I think it might have been something beforehand. If you look up pictures of them, I didn't put any on the Google Drive, but if you look up just like Hayden L- uh, Lautner or just like the S- Slenderman stabbings, it's, there's pictures of the three of them when they're mm-hmm. like 12. And Peyton's the normal looking one. The other two are hella <laughs> creepy. <laughs> like They're like the creepiest little kids I've ever See seen in my life. Going like, to Google. They just look like yeah. they're up to no oh, good. Dear. Googling wow yeah are you seeing their pictures i am staring at their pictures oh shit so payton's the really sweet looking girl and then the other two are the ones that you know stabbed her oh my god her. and you get into their personalities too and payton seems like the sweetest person like she's super nice well-rounded never got in trouble and it just it's a bummer yeah so on may 30th 2014 so this is very recent this happened in 2014 the three girls had a sleepover at, I believe, Morgan's house. It was either Morgan or Anissa's house. Okay. They had planned on taping Peyton's mouth shut and stabbing her in the neck before fleeing into the woods to find Slenderman. However, they did not go through splan- with this plan as they retired from being at a roller rink earlier that day. <laughs> what? Morgan is reported to have said, let her have another morning.
0: <gasps> That's fucked Barb. up. Barrett! that's fucked oh up. God. Let her have another morning. That's some adult shit. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Who
0: let her yeah, watch yeah. R-rated movies? Where are the pa- who are the-, no. Where are the parents? No, Why did they
2: say pictures of the parents?
0: No, because that's not a normal thing a twelve-year-old no. would say. Let her see another morning. Yeah, what the hell? None of
1: these. None of these kids ever had any sort of disciplinary yeah, action. Um, Morgan's <laughs> father they didn't they did not have any sort of disciplinary like they never had problems in school they all seemed really normal oh um but morgan's father also suffered from schizophrenia okay so but what's the other kid's um,
0: excuse i'm not excuse but mental illness is uh, real but what's what was was there anything wrong with the other kid
1: we get into I get into it in a little bit. Um okay. so hold tight. I wanna
0: know.
1: So also, um this is also when they're in their planning. So they're talking about this stuff in front of like Peyton and stuff. This is when their code words came into play. So Peyton had no idea what was happening.
0: If my best friends were talking in code in front of me, I would beat the shit out of them. But it didn't
1: seem like code though, because it was like it was normal words just inserted into except instead of like you know sacrifice they insert it like they just say something else so yeah like, but
0: i would want to know what you were talking about right especially at
2: 12 like you're having yeah, some sort of I, secret conversation like hello in front of me
1: yeah but she didn't know that it was a secret conversation mm. like mm. i don't know so the next day on may 31st the girls went to a local park but before they left, Morgan took a five-inch kitchen knife from the house and carried it in her bag. Morgan and Anissa planned on completing their murder in the bathroom of the park as there was a drain for the blood, as they said. Oh, great. But they ultimately did not go through with this. They ventured into the woods nearby to go, quote, birdwatching. And Morgan informed Anissa that when given the signal, Anissa needed to pin Peyton down and that Morgan would take care of the rest. What? Alright. So, yeah. So, after a short period, Morgan gave the signal uh, and this time they did not delay their plan. Morgan stabbed Payton 19 times. Jesus. She was stabbed in the arms and torso. Afterwards, the girl stayed around for a few minutes as Peyton, like, struggled. She was still alive, obviously, and and they told Peyton that they are going to go get some help. Of course, they didn't get go and contact anyone. They ended up leaving to go find Slenderman's mansion in the woods to inform him of what they did.
0: Oh, my God.
1: Yes. So this is where we get into Peyton, who is an absolute badass. She dragged herself out of the forest and to a road. And note that when she did this, she had major wounds. She had puncture wounds to two major organs. One of the stab wounds went through her diaphragm and into her liver and into her Holy stomach. Shit. And Jesus. But she was she was like, fuck this, I'm gonna adrenaline, live. And adrenaline Adrenaline is herself. no joke. It really is. No
2: fucking yeah.
1: joke. None at all. So she dragged herself out of the forest and I have no idea how she did it. Cause if I like I get winded just going upstairs, so if my diaphragm was stabbed, like I'd be like, This is it. <laughs> like <laughs> but she uh, <laughs> but she uh, pulled herself to the road Wow! Uh, a cyclist quickly found Payton on the side of the road and stayed with her until help arrived Jesus! Uh, the police officer on the scene was able to speak with Peyton and got an interview with her on what happened on the way to the hospital as they were worried that she wasn't going to make it and they wouldn't be able to get the information to solve what happened to her so they were like they're pressing her At, on the way. Like interviewing her.
0: On the way. Yeah. Damn. You think about that might like so if she was it's crazy. messed up. Yeah,
2: that might have saved her life yeah, though. She, like because you're talking to her, you're keeping her conscious. You're preventing her from going into shock. You know what definitely. I mean? Definitely.
1: And Probably. if you if you look a little deeper onto the pictures too, there's the crime scene photos of her clothes after the fact. And she's wearing this really sweet shirt. It's like live, laugh, hope, and love like shirt with a big old like rainbow heart on it. But it's like all like, you know, bloodied and like stabbed. It's just, it's really sad. So Peyton was able to tell the officer that Morgan Geyser was the one who did it. Officers went to the Geyser home to look for the girls, but they were not there. A search party quickly went underway as they were worried the girls were in trouble. As the girls were only 12, the officers thought that there was another issue happening and that Peyton might have just been confused on, like, who she was blaming. No, she wasn't. The officers the officers expected to find Morgan and Anissa dead or, like, badly injured. Mm-hmm. But alas, the girls were found five miles away from the site of the crime on the side of an interstate. They were bloodied and were still carrying the knife they used in the attack. Idiots.
0: I mean, they're not master right. criminals. Well, here. I mean, if they were finding I mean, Slenderman, not- yeah. I mean, they're trying to find Slenderman. They're like, hey, they're trying to find Slenderman and prove what they're doing. Here's the knife.
1: Yeah, yeah. Fuck the internet.
0: So, Jesus.
1: right? I
0: parental Ugh. controls, people.
1: Ugh. For real. But this is also like you know, 2014. Like, peop like you guys didn't know what creepy pasta is. Like, how are you gonna know to block that kind of stuff from kids if you don't know about it?
0: I'll be so far up my kids' like, ass, Jesus! I, I'm sorry. Yeah, no, like, no, no. There's, there's, interact, interact with your fucking kids. I'm sorry. There's
1: <laughs> nothing,
0: nothing that will get past me. Like, you don't understand. Like, no. it it will come over me. Like, there will just be a a shade that will come over me, and I will just know shit is happening. There was this father on TikTok that I – like, there's a podcast. I forget what it is, but I will have to look it up, and I'll show you guys later. But where he he was talking to his son about – I think it's, like, father issues or something. He was talking to his son, and he was like, what is this 14-year-old girl doing, like, going out, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, come on, you would know that I was going out? If you had a daughter, you would know? He's like, I know everything that happens in my house.
2: Yeah, exactly. That would be me. Exactly. That's
0: me too. Like, I'm sorry.
2: Everything.
0: Yeah, that would be me. I'm sorry. Mm. (laughs) Please. I wrote in Invader Zim language to try (laughs) to get some privacy in my house. I'm singing the doom song. Dim, 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 I dim, had a dim, whole. Dim, like, dim, 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 there's dim, a journal dim, dim, that I can't read anymore because I don't know how to. Aww. But I, I love it. Wrote <laughs> in Invader Zim in language. That's fantastic. Can we decode that? Yes. I mean, well, I'm moving, so it's probably yes. Be in one of the boxes that we have yes. to unpack. We're doing that. Set Yes.
1: That sounds like a wine night decoding <laughs> Karina's old invaders and journals.
0: Oh my gosh. I have so much random paper that I wrote on in boxes. And I used to like print out aim conversation. I was a creep.
2: Oh, I did that too. I threw all that shit out.
0: Yeah. I don't know if I kept any I of those, remember. but I kept like, remember when you used to make um, Pocky like, yeah, yeah yeah, paper yeah, yeah, yeah. Pops yes, like, yes. to pass notes. Yeah. yeah, I I think I still have like paper notes that I actually passed to people. See, I kind of wish I still
2: had all that stuff. Oh. Like, I would love to go through that now. I definitely don't though. Well, I we'll have to have a wine night where we go through I all don't... my shit. Yeah. sorry, we digressed big time. Anyway, all right, we did. No, the I, two, I, I the I two crazy preteens <laughs> stabbed their
1: friends. Were found on the side yes. of the highway. Um. So. During interrogations, Morgan was all over the place. Immediately she uh told the police that they had planned to kill their friend. It there's a quote from her on the actual article. It was basically just like, Oh, just to get this out of the way, we planned on killing her. What? Yeah. Like immediately, that's... like it was like the Morgan's, second, like, <sighs> Morgan's the one that's <sighs>
0: schizophrenic, right? She's like early onset schizophrenia. Yeah, yeah, yeah but, like, found, her... like something that like wouldn't Were her parents inhibited there? by their, like by her thought process
1: oh like, uh, i mean i think her parents someone had to be there since she's a minor like mm-hmm. i think like someone mm-hmm. had to be like well, legally you suppose so- someone, so- someone is
2: supposed anything. to be there legally but
0: was there yeah. someone there actually maybe a lawyer i don't know probably not know. <laughs> or a social worker probably a, so- I mean, probably maybe a so- yeah. probably did. a social worker I don't think they would let the parents um, be in on an interrogation, especially when they're like an attempted murder. So it's probably a social worker. Yeah,
1: and then Morgan also assumed that Peyton was dead for the majority Ooh. of the time until they said later on that she was currently at the hospital and I guess Morgan was like, oh, I'm gonna get in trouble now, aren't I?
0: Now? You like, weren't gonna get in trouble for Honey, when... you, were, yeah. you were in trouble if she was dead too. You had the murder weapon. The fuck?
1: Yeah. So she was casually blaming Anissa for everything and was completely devoid oh. of emotion. Uh, she told the police that she expected to feel remorse but felt oh my nothing. God. Oh
2: there you go. There's the schizophrenia.
1: Yeah. Anissa, on the other hand, actually showed remorse and was able to give detailed accounts of what happened. The police quickly deduced that Morgan was the mastermind and Anissa was just following Morgan's lead. Both girls ended up being tried as adults. Good. Anissa pled guilty to attempted yeah, uh, Anissa pled guilty to attempted second-degree homicide and was sentenced to 25 to life with at least three years locked in confinement and involuntary treatment in a psychiatric institute. She will also be sur- supervised until the age of 37. What? Jeez. Morgan was diagnosed. With- yeah. Uh, Morgan was uh, diagnosed with schizophrenia, which her father also suffered. She pled pled guilty to first degree attempted murder and was given the maximum sentence, which is 40 years to life. She was sentenced also sentenced to involuntary treatment in a state psychiatric Institute until her symptoms are completely managed or to the age of 53, whichever comes first. Wow. She will continue to have re-evaluations of her mental state as required by her sentence. Peyton survived and was in the hospital for seven days recovering from her wounds and returned to school in the fall. She um, she gave an interview two years ago at the age of 17, and she said she doesn't think much of her scars, and they will f- all fade away eventually. She also said if she ever saw her attackers again, that she would thank them, as what she went through inspired her to pursue a career in medicine. Wow. wow.
0: Just for that her. is
1: the Slender stabbing attempted sacrifice. That's yeah.
0: insane. Yeah. That's Peyton's crazy. A badass
1: Yeah. Go for Peyton. Right. Yeah. Ooh, can you imagine going through that and still being able to, like, you know, stay positive? Think she's of, of it as like, person. yeah, like she doesn't look at her scars, which I mean, clearly she probably has a bunch of. And she's just like, they're going to fade eventually. Like everything does. And, you know, I'm moving on with life. Yeah.
2: Talk like, about having a strong mindset. Jesus. Go her, for her. Right.
1: Yeah.
2: But wow. That's exactly
0: crazy. like people kids don't know what you, is real and what's fake like my parents were super crazy about like talking to strangers on the internet when we were like growing up but like yeah you have to be at yeah. next level nowadays like you got to be next level and you have to explain to your kids and things you got to be, t- you gotta talk to the them. internet is like literally a dumping ground for random ass information you got to know what the hell is real and what's not.
2: And the rabbit holes. So it's so yeah. easy to fall into the rabbit holes. Exactly.
0: And
1: this led to, um, I think the school district, like, ended up blocking a lot more pages and all of that stuff too, like, in their computer Everything systems, was but... blocked
0: in our high school. Yeah, we couldn't go into anything. We couldn't even get off of, of like... remember Ask Jeeves? Like, we couldn't get out of uh... Ask Jeeves. <laughs> <laughs> Jeeves didn't know shit. Jeeves, 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 Jeeves was, was the worst. Was was fucking worst. worst. But we couldn't even get Almost we couldn't get me. on certain <laughs> sites even if we needed them. Like yeah, I
2: remember. I I specifically remember having here. to like have bookmarked websites that I could only look up on my computer at home because I couldn't do the research at school.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Wild. I don't remember.
0: Do you remember those colorful like, Macs that we had? It's like I feel like the IMAX. Yes. Colorful I, IMAX. Did you have that in your high school? No. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm sorry. Did you have the plain PCs?
1: No. Oh, IMAX. Oh, I, thought, no. I get it. I, I didn't understand what you're saying. I thought you were saying like IMAX, like the projector, the colorful
0: IMAX in a in a high school
1: science like, center. Oh. <laughs> um, I think I don't know if we had the colorful, colorful IMAX, but we did definitely did have the plain PCs. I think it was just the plain PCs because I've never like worked with the Apple product until. Late in my years. Oh, okay. That's why I still don't understand how to use my computer. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. And I had to get a new one. It's still
0: good. It is good. Well, that was a good story. Well, this was a good, was yeah, a good This was a good history. one. Attempt- attempted attempted one. sacrifice? That's the word.
2: Oh,
0: no. <laughs> <Teamwork>. <laughs> All right, what's... So what are we talking about next time? Yeah. Oh, so Yeah. Next time Karina. <laughs> <It's> scary. So <laughs> next time <It's> a tequila. <laughs> I want us to cover some missing persons cases.
2: Ooh, okay.
0: That's oh, a good no. one.
2: Well
1: done. I already had one person immediately pop some uh, like, my mind, but I don't know. If don't say I, it now. Don't say it. We're gonna go. We're gonna we go got like next two, week. Yeah, we yeah. got, like, two weeks. Two weeks. Alright.
2: Okay. Well, thank you guys for listening. If you liked us, make sure to visit us on our social media pages. So we are on Instagram at, at Tipsy Podcast. You can also find us on Twitter at Tipsy Depraved. And I swear to God, I know we've been saying this after every episode, but we are on TikTok, and we will be posting content eventually we have two videos yeah. thank you karina <laughs> we'll keep we'll keep it coming i promise but there's also at tipsy depraved podcast so thank you guys for tuning in make sure to drop likes rate us on wherever you listen to podcasts just make sure to give us shouts and the more tell your friends fee- yeah tell your friends the more feedback you leave the better it gets for us so thanks for tuning in and buh-bye. bye bye